You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. This is the Dan Levatar Show with the Stugatz Podcast. All right, Lucy is starting here. We are going to talk about the Beatles. Actually, no, we are not. Um, while you were gone, Things we changed, changed while I was mind. gone. All right. We're we going to talk about the late the article in the cut about the lady who put Yeah. Yeah. Here are we, we saying the cut? It's a, what does that mean? What the hell? No, because I know. Because okay, save it for the show. You know save it for the show. I thought I thought we were already on air. I thought you guys were going already. We were going to talk the Beatles, but the whole thing got sabotaged because Lucy and Jessica and Amin are going crazy about one story that Tony knows about, but I think Roy, Chris, and I are in the dark about. So help yeah. us out. Okay, so basically last week this this story started trending on Twitter of this woman who's like a financial writer, like that's her entire job, and how she got scammed. Let me just read the headline. The day I put $50,000 in a shoebox and handed it to a stranger, I never thought I was the kind of person to fall for a scam. This story was crazy. This woman basically got like a text message from Amazon that was like, oh, someone's like hacked into your account and has your info. They call her, they give her name and like her social security number. She's like, well, this has to be real. And they were like, we are with the FBI, the CIA. Someone is using your social security number. She's like logs into her account. She's like, I don't really see anything. I don't know anything that's going on. But they had enough personal information about her that she was like, you know, You've got a good point here. This is absolutely <laughs> happening. And they were like, well, the th- how much money do you have in your savings account? And she told them, and they were like, well, take out the money that you would need for a month, but you cannot tell your husband. And, th- <laughs> and, and she's like, why can't I tell my husband? I trust my husband. And they're like, your husband will get implicated if if he finds out about this. And she's like, you know what? And her whole job is to teach people like not to do this. She's like a financial advice columnist. Oh no. She's gotta get fired. She goes to the bank and she takes $50,000 out. This is all happening in one day, by the way. Cash. And like- What's the limit on- Yeah, no, it's a fair question. There's a lot of questions, but Lucy, please finish the story. So she takes the money out. She still hasn't told her husband. And so they were like, okay, we're gonna have somebody drive by and you'll just walk out, give us the cash so that we can put it in like bonds or something that that will like be able to come back to you so it's not traced. It it was insane. And she was like, are you sure? Like, you sure I can't tell my husband? And they were like, yeah. 
like he can't she's like well it's halloween i have to take my kid trick-or-treating and she's like and and they were like it just don't get your kid involved it's fine <laughs> so this woman she goes finds a shoebox puts the fifty thousand dollars in the shoebox they pull up goes up to a van they roll down the window she hands them the fifty thousand dollars walks back up the stairs and is like oh that might have been a bad idea I might have just got scammed. Then she told her husband, and he was like, yeah, obviously that was a scam. What are you talking about? Like, the government isn't, like, trying to take this money from you. She ends up, like, reaching out to the FBI, the CIA, whatever, and they're like, yeah, we're never going to ask you to do that. And then she was like, I got to write this down, and I got to share it with Tony, what have you written down? I've written down a couple things, Dano, as financial writer, I don't know, needs to be fired, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Number one rule, number one rule, federal agencies, IRS, CIA, FBI, will never call you or text you telling you to do something. Mm -hmm. Ever. Never. That's one. Two, as Amin and I said in our personal show, they break down the door with windbreakers. Yep. That's how they they, don't call. They break the door down. That's how they contact you. Windbreakers. It did lead to a whole variety of A, follow-up questions, because my initial thought also, Chris Cody said, isn't there a limit to how much cash you can withdraw from a bank? Like, I would ima- I don't know because, first of all, having like $50,000 like liquid that yeah. you can withdraw you think is there, a lot You think of there's money? a limit? I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how wealthy this person otherwise is. She had 80000 She told. She told the person who was pretending to be a CIA agent. A CIA that's, agent. That's my favorite part. On the phone with her who that's- was connected to her via Amazon air quotes Amazon she told them she had $80,000 that was her entire life savings she's I think a 40 year old woman with a kid and a husband and lives in Brooklyn and he said what Lucy said like take out what you need for a year and so she took out 50k and he he was like take out 50k she's like okay I will so she took out $50,000 and one withdrawal at the bank like went and talked to a banker in person they gave her the money and I didn't even think that was a thing that could happen. I don't, I don't think there are limits but I do think they will call managers over for approval at five or ten thousand dollars. And maybe but ask some follow-ups. Yeah I just love the idea of Jack Ryan working for the CIA. I'm taking a break from destabilizing a foreign government to let you know that Amazon account might have been hacked so I need your money now. How does that make Is she CIA? She's she's a moron. Well, it's official. You're a moron. She's gullible. She clearly was very vulnerable and paranoid and fell for it. And and like to be, I guess like this is where I I found myself over the last week after I read the story because there's a lot of people following on like two sides of this debate. Like I got in an argument with my friend Priya right after I read this because Priya Priya was like, "This woman's an idiot," and I was like, "I still feel bad for her though." Like even though she did something that I couldn't fathom doing or fathom anyone I know being gullible enough to do, I still feel bad. And Priya's like, "I don't." And parts of it was because in this article she wrote about how like the most common people that get scammed are uneducated and lonely and and poor, and she's none of those things. And I was like, oh, that's kind of icky. And so there was a lot to a lot of like gray area here and in, in people not really knowing if they should empathize or not knowing oh, if but it's I, fair I mean, to call I mean, we'll a, a f- idiot. I mean, will almost always fall on the line of crushing anybody who's got so little street smarts that they get suckered by a dumb scam. I mean, is almost fundamentally incapable of showing that person any compassion. It's uh, it's incomprehensibly stupid. It, so. I once asked, like, oh, you know what the worst thing about these scams are with the emails or whatever? Like, I'm a Nigerian prince and da da da. I said, the number of misspellings and stuff, you said, they, I said, they can't even be bothered to spell it all right. And someone pointed out to me, like, no, they do that because they know 
if you even entertain it for a second with all these misspellings, you definitely have a sucker on the line. So saying, hey, I'm with the CIA, and she says, go on, they automatically know. But oh, this uh, is- Amin also has, I believe, an acidic hostility to if you're gullible, this gullible, you've learned nothing. Life's been too easy for you if you're still this naive that you have 50000 I feel like I can speak for Amin when I say if that $50,000 can be taken from you that easily, you don't deserve to have it. This is rich, though, coming from a show that gets scammed by fake tweets once a week. I, I extend all the stupid people that kind of compassion. There's I feel different, too, so, Dan. I, I'm talking about a mean here, not me. You're not me. putting 50K in a shoebox and hanging it over to somebody on Twitter. Oh, but I, can feel, I, I agree with you. I'm I, tr- kind of trying to play devil's advocate here because, like I tweets, said, you know, incomprehensibly stupid. There could be stupid. an orca here. I don't know. Two. Have compassion for stupid people. <laughs> I can be scammed this way. I have recently call been scammed. Me. If somebody I, asks you for 50 yes. grand, Wait, call me. Tell us your scam. Wait, and I'll sorry, figure it out. What? Better yet, give me the 50 grand and let me negotiate with exactly. them. Exactly. I'll figure it out for exactly. you. Exactly. And if they're if they're above board, I'll say, hey, Dan, you know what? They were cool. I gave them the money. They were with the CIA, by the way. I'm going to tell you, coming home, my wife is vastly more street smart than I am. I am a sucker for somebody who needs no. some help. And <laughs> I am. I can be. I can be <laughs> gullible, and so I've rarely felt quite as vulnerable as when I came home and told her the following story. And her response was to look at me and just say, "You've been scammed," and and it it undressed me. My my clothes should have just fallen straight to the floor. I love this story already. In shriveled up shame because I I felt good about what I had done, but I'm coming up on. The uh, I'm coming onto the highway from an exit ramp that's got a fairly decent amount of traffic. And off to the side of the road is a car with a guy who seems super desperate, okay? And he comes to my car because I pull over to see if he needs some help because he's on the side of the road and he seems sort of panicked. And it's a really public place, okay? And he points to his family back in the car. And there is a family of, there are some kids in the car. And he comes over and he's offering to sell me his jewelry because he's got an emergency. He's got to get a flight out and his car has broken down. And so I go into my wallet. I don't want his jewelry. He's offering to sell me his, his necklace, his, his watch. You, you guys see this whole scam unfolding in a way that's yeah. super obvious? You'll okay. never buy the jewelry. My car broke down and I need to get a flight? That already doesn't make sense. <laughs> he's, he was returning his rental car. Oh, it, he, he, and, and he was in a was panic. Let me see the rental agreement. What was the Where tag, Dano? So you guys are going to ask all sorts of follow-up Florida questions tag, on the no? side of a highway. On the on the on the well, entrance no. ramp. This guy looked desperate though. Most of the time they look real content on the side of I the I would have just kept driving. Yeah, I'm out of there. <laughs> huh. Sounds like they have car problems. <laughs> this, this I'm the call only AAA, one. Call buddy. Okay, yeah. so Road every, Ranger. All right. I, mean, I think you're also like you have the most like you're you, you know, you come from wealth. Yeah. So I think you have like what am I gonna do for the guy? I like, come from wealth. No, you don't come from wealth. I'm saying you have yeah. money. <laughs> he just said you have no street cred. No, I'm saying you have money, so you're. It's like for you, like silver all right, what, spooner. What do you need? Yeah. What do you need? I mean, I, to be fair, like this is what's so insidious about scammers because people are way more skeptical of people that actually need help if you encounter them in the real world, which yeah. a lot of people genuinely need help and you're just automatically your guards up because there are so many people calling random women and saying, hi, I'm from the CIA. Can you put $50,000 in a shoebox, please, and deliver it to an unmarked car outside? I'll be honest with you. This story makes me angry for one reason and one reason. And it's not that this woman was gullible or stupid or whatever, although she is. Um, 
it's that it's that easy to get $50,000 and I've been working this whole time like a dumbass, showing up to work and giving you guys entertainment and stuff and flying cross country. And meanwhile, I could just say, hey, I'm from the CIA. A couple licks a year, you're good. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you think Stugatz is right now, by the way? He's he on took vacation. that 50K and he went he took that, out of here. He took that, uh, that book advance and disappeared for a week and put Mina, me, Greg Cody, and Andre Dawson on deadline. <laughs> I do think the real moral of the story here, never answer your phone. Yes. Never. First mistake. I will never answer an unknown call. I Once she did that, I was like, I don't feel bad for I him. won't answer a known call because there was a point in the story where she said, prove that you are who you say you are. And he called her from a spoofed number and she said, hey, can't this be like a spoofed number? And, and he was like, nope, you can't spoof a government agency. And she's like, well, all right, I'll take your word for it. Oh, my God. Like, no. He Look up the area code. Uh, again, though, I want to go back to my situation and the way that you guys are mocking me yeah. as if I'm the biggest fool in the world you for are. thinking that a desperate father with kids in a mini or in a car, in a rental car, would be uh, scared and worried on the side of the road. It's gross what that guy's doing, by the way. How much money did you give him? I gave him $100. Yeah, not as bad as I thought. Yeah, it's it's is what that I, all the keys you had? It's or what I, it kind no, of like, no, no. You know, you he, well, he, he was a, after I gave the hundred and he kept asking for more. I'm like, no. Ooh, the radar went up. Wait a second. I'm like, no. This <laughs> is <laughs> this that, right? Like, but it was urgent. It was so urgent that I felt. That's what the first time I felt the grift. Like I like you. Like the next day in the same traffic and this guy's there again and you're like, what the? I'm damn, damn. still carrying cash, huh? Let me <laughs> never have cash, never answer the phone. And the kids are still there. <laughs> the kids aren't kids. They're See you guys later. When he mm. got me again with it the following Friday, I got suspicious. That's when I knew. Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Don Lebatard. We like to call yeah. this one a chorus of Owen Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? <clears throat> Stugatz. Wow. 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 This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. I'm going to put off that love is blind conversation until tomorrow. I'm also, I think, going to put off that Beatles conversation. Oh. I don't know. We'll see if somebody wins an argument before the end of the show to have the conversation about a, Be- a Beatles biopic that I thought was out already that's not coming out for three years. We'll get, we'll it's get actually four biopics. Four. Okay. Mine's going to be boring. <laughs> 
Which one was that? Yeah, which one was that? I'm Ringo. Ringo. Oh, you're Ringo. Who's going to watch mine? Not George Harrison. I'm excited for Ringo's. The TikTok kids are going to love Ringo. Limited fake Ringo. Welcome to the program. Kind of sound like all of them. You have four years to perfect the impersonation and see if it has more range than that. I wanted, though, to get into something that made me feel as things often do these days, more and more ancient. I remember the first time I showed up on the set of Pardon the Interruption, Tony Kornheiser was already complaining about being old, and he's only gotten older since, uh, and he's more and more of a curmudgeon. And I can't believe I am now him in this regard around here. Tony asked me before the show today, and he was serious about this. I know Pat Sajak is an old head, and he said once upon a time on this show, he said, you no longer have to learn anything. He was lamenting it. You just have to know how to find it. It's a new way of learning. But Tony asked me before the show today something that was legitimately stupefying to me, which is, how did you get to places before you had the internet to tell you when you were lost. He asked me, and it was genuine curiosity he had, and and I looked at him and I'm like, you mean like a map? Like or asking a paper map. or asking directions? You mean mapquest.com. Tony, it was a crazy time, bro. So it was <laughs> it was born of this idea, right? So I had ordered a pizza the other day. And I just take for granted that they know the address to my house because they put it in their GPS and they show up 30 minutes later. Here's your pie. So I was thinking, I was like, man, 1993, you call up your chain pizza store and be like, hey, I want After two like pepperoni a Marlins pizza. Game. I want one shacaroni pizza. I'm six years old after like, a Marlins what? game. Yep. Yeah, like I want two pepperoni pies, send them to the house, you know, 8374 Southwest 837th Ave. And the guy's like, okay, be there in 30 minutes. They would make the pizza. Then a guy would get in the car and just, go? and just go find your house. And 30 minutes later, hey, buddy, here's your pies. And it's like, how did you find Like, me? Does he look at the street number first? Like, what do you look at first? So the street number tells you. The zip code tells you also. They have maps to tell you where certain street. Uh, Hold on, Jessica. What are you laughing at so hysterically back there? <laughs> I think Chris Cody is feels like a need to advance um, conversations in the show, but in doing so, is playing a very dumb character. And lately, he has been saying very stupid things and then reassuring all of us that he actually knows the answer to the stupid thing he just said, because I think he thinks that his on-show persona nah, I know. is now bleeding into our actual perceptions of him as a human being. So he's making the joke on air for the audience being a little dumber than he actually is. What do you look at first, the street or the number? Does the zip code matter? <laughs> but Tony was asking legitimately before the show. He's looking at me stupefied. He, he wasn't doing content. He was asking as a genuine curiosity. Hey, caveman, back before you could just go to your phone and get to where you wanted to go, how did you do it? I'd, I lived it and I would still explain to people, do you know how hard it was to connect with somebody outside of a stadium before cell phones if one of you was lost? Oh, man. Was mapping and driving a thing back then? Yo. Instead of texting and driving, it's like you're, you're some guy's going down the street and he's like, yes. what the f*** is? You, I'm trying yeah, to the, turn this light on. There's no yes. flashlight. There's no phone light. National so Lampoon's it's like, vacation. push the button here. Let me angle it up. Ah. 
People had physical maps in their cars. In car. No way. Do you guys, did your parents ever like put the fear in God in you that if you turned the light on inside your car, yes. you were going to go Federal to jail? Federal prison. Federal prison I, if you turned I, on the light. Mm-hmm. I believed that until a very late, like until I was driving. I was like, is, no, turn the light off. Is that what they got pulled over? They all did it to all of us. Is yeah, that yes, what that glove box is for? The maps? They, I was one wondering. Of the I'm like, gloves, actually. Gloves, yeah. Gloves, yeah. Gloves, no way. Yeah. <laughs> gloves. People actually put oh, gloves in there? Gloves. In other, yes, in, in colder cities, yes. But That's also, dope. I well, all right, let's ask these questions. At Levitard Show, glove compartment. Is it? Should be a map compartment. For your registration, for your gloves. For your weed. Or for your pistola. Blick, or yeah. for your pistol. The blicky. <laughs> Uh, I, I also, I, I'd like to understand legitimately as I speak to some younger people, you're really confused about this? You don't, you don't know what it's like to just roll down your window and ask someone for directions in a neighborhood? It's only more so for the pizza delivery guy. That's the only guy. That's, that's where I'm like, so I, I was born in a generation where we had to learn the streets prior to the GPS coming out, right? So like, if you put me anywhere in Miami, I will figure out where to go and how to get back home. Because naturally, I know that Flagler, Zero Street, everything above is Northwest, everything about, uh, below is Southwest, crap, court, road, no, avenue, place. You know what? I'm going to stop you right here, Tony, and I'm going to make you as an exercise. Go with John Reed to Hialeah, where the streets have no oh, names. That's oh, <laughs> a different story, Dano. And I'm, as, a, as, a, as a grid of death punishment, I'm going to have, Hialeah is famously, you don't know, the streets don't make any sense that is true and so if i put you in hialeah i could lose tony for three days with john reed take their phone if i make yes i tell him you cannot get out of here without a map find this location where my father had ran a factory in hialeah you will get lost in the everglades the problem is that it's like east 49th street but also 103rd street (laughs) on the same on the same street and they're like half and half on the I, I've noticed that people from New York are better at this than most people. Like, I heard, I mean, talking to someone the other day about, like, where are you in New York? Oh, 34th and 50th. No, but the like, streets make sense but there. I'm just saying, it's, it's a grid just, system. They're, they're, it's the easiest it's, in New York. So, and, and it's, I'm going to be honest with you, it's easy anywhere where it's a grid because Phoenix is a grid. So if someone gives me cross streets, I know exactly where they live. Like, it's, all right, I'll find it. When it's named streets, that's when you're cooked. No, it's it's like, Phoenix, no but Phoenix is named streets in a grid. But you can find it easy. If someone says, oh, I'm on the corner of Camelback and Central, like, I know exactly where that is. Let's make a grid of death punishment, Tony. You have to create the content one day trying to get out of Hialeah without, uh, no, why Hialeah? without your phone. Because it's, a great it's the, idea. because it's the hardest. Hialeah. Because it's the only place that doesn't coincide with the grid of that, Miami. That makes no sense. You're on 49th Street one second, then now you're on 12th. And it doesn't make any sense. And it's because Jose said so. So, Tony, is, is it because the pizza person has to know so many addresses that you're that impressed with him because you as just a, a regular you know teenager you probably know where like your three best friends live sure. and how to get there you know how sure. to get to school maybe basketball practice but you're saying the pizza delivery person he knew everybody so you would call everyone. and okay. then sometimes he would know people by voice mm-hmm. right so my hey, dad tony. would call hey tony all right yeah let's do it. and then like you things you want a chacaroni pizza yeah things used to be different back there in the used day, to be Dana. a creepy pizza lady that would come to my door and my mom would be like chris she wants to say hi to you and oh. she'd like pinch my cheeks oh. and like hi Sunny, here's your cheese pizza. <laughs> You're gonna grow up to be so dumb. One I miss day. that lady. I wonder where she <laughs> is. That? She's dead. Probably. I have some Fire Marshal Bill <laughs> was the pizza delivery person. <laughs> it's, it felt a little. It felt a little Fire Marshal Bill. It, 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 fire, Let me give you something. <laughs> uh, She's Irish uh, now. Uh, now, then. You guys Would you impre- like a shakaroni pizza? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are impressed by the pizza delivery people. How about I yearn? I yearn for a time when the K 
cab driver or the driver of any sort, livery cab, whatever, knew how to get to places. Nowadays, these Uber drivers don't even know how to get to the airport. You don't need to know any other destination. The most frustrating thing the in my life right now is when an Uber driver is about to make a wrong turn. Oh, yeah. When I can oh. see, like, uh, our turn I, is like, no, it's up. It's a quarter miles. Why are we starting to turn now? And I'll just be like, no, it's the next one. <laughs> yeah. You guys do that move or it's just like, it's Always. not. It's, it, you're I, passive. I, you're I start you're, to scratch the back of my head like I'm, like, accidentally saying it. Like, it's actually up there. <laughs> the thing is, Dan, you know when there's, there's roots, since you live at your house, mm-hmm. you know that there's specific ways to go at specific times and sometimes the gps will put you in a shit way mm-hmm. where it's like i know Shay. i can't go down this street at mm-hmm. this time we got to go the other way mm-hmm. so i'll tell the guy hey don't listen to the gps i'll tell you where i to go. got reprimanded by my wife and a oh. friend the other day because i told the ups driver you're going the wrong way and they both said let him do his job why were you in the ups truck i'm sorry an uber driver wow I had Danny. another scam <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I, I was tricked <laughs> i was tricked i was in an uber <laughs> That's exactly what I told you. Hey, t- go take that box over there to that door. I would have said, Why am I in this truck? What can Brown do for you? I called an Uber and then the UPS truck shows up. He opened his Let back door and just walked right in. You did a shift with the UPS driver? I'm going to start opening shit, I swear to God. Valentine's Day gift yourself. Dan came home wearing brown shorts. <laughs> what can Brown do for you, Dano? Can uh, can, can you guys explain to me why it is that uh, that pizza is the great unifier? Because I think pizza might have to be the greatest of all the things. Where Jessica, the way that she lit up at the idea of the childhood her ordering a shakaroni, <laughs> what is that? I don't even shakaroni know. The, pizza. Shakaroni pizza. Shakaroni. Okay. Um, the delight that came over you with that. Uh, I wonder if the thing that we all love the most is pizza together. It's the greatest it's, thing. It's the all-time, it's the number one seed in terms of you want to have a food that almost everybody can enjoy. I'm not even talking about food. I'm talking about a thing. A thi- wow. Is pizza the greatest? The number yes. one seed of is everything? Is pizza the yes. greatest thing? Is pizza? It, it, Sex if, would if, like if, a word. If, if we, oh. It's just like pizza. Wow, you just cut him <laughs> off on that one. He just gave up. Can we, put, like can we cut word. that noise? Please? Yeah, sex would like a word. Oh. Okay, it's probably better, but not for Dan me. Dan just goes, oh. Pizza. pizza. I mean, pizza's just, I love pizza. Uh, pizza with sex. Winning the lottery. <laughs> okay, food. Fine. Good pizza over the lottery. Food. I'm, I'm, I'm rattled because everywhere now I see a scam. <laughs> It's it's how Stugatz has gotten away with it all these years. He is the guy on the side of that road trying to sell me jewelry. A book that's still unwritten. <laughs> so is that possible? He has had giant meetings with Skipper and publishing companies. He's got a giant publisher. How is his book not written? He's number one on Amazon. How is his book not written? And he's... I've got things to do. I don't have time. The, the, it it hurts. It would be another scam on you, Dan. A thousand words. You should have someone else write it for you. Because oh. it's Stu Guy. Like, you know, I feel like there's some. He won't read it. Yeah. He won't know. That's a good idea. I could write you want it. me to write it? it? I'll write it for Chat you. Chat GPT. I'm not doing that. I have Chris write it. I have spelling mistakes and stuff. <laughs> Backwards S. A book that's still unwritten. It's number one on Amazon. It can't be number one. What what obscure category? In the, in the category of unwritten, but still yet available for purchase. <laughs> and the only one, it's a one of a kind book, it's right? Like, Not written by its author. Sports essays, I believe. <laughs> number one sports essay. How? I, I, how? A book that's still unwritten. <laughs> it's because I'm the sucker. 
Hey listeners, it's Mike Ryan, and I've changed a lot over the course of 20 years that you've known me. I've gone from unlikable to, well, my hair has changed. But my point is, while a lot's changed over our relationship, there's one thing that hasn't changed one bit, and that's a great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite has sparked this debate way back in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. They keep it simple. It's got undebatable quality, great taste, 96 calories. You know all those things. It's a beer that strips everything away that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. But with Miller Lite, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. It's both those things. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Don Lebatard. He said while you were off there, uh, while the connection was bad, he had mentioned that uh, you have lost a lot of weight and that he admires that. What got into you? Why did you decide? I thought it was all, I, I thought we enjoyed being about the munchie. Yeah. Oh, it's slurring again. Okay. The connection yeah. is bad again, unfortunately. Yeah. Back to Magnus. Okay. Back to Magnus <laughs> or Magnus. And this is going about as well as it could go. Thank you, Billy, again for laughing in my face. Stugats. Magnus. I mean, I am, which is the worst. Can you guys back. hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hello? Yes, sir. Action. Hello? Action. Man, I'm really sorry. This is the. This is literally the worst way to ever do this. This is burning my heart that this is happening. But if you could hear me. Just understand, I'm sorry. This is the Dan Levatar Show with the Stugats. Oh. 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 Fraud. Fraud. Oh. Oh. All right, I'm not as good at this as Mike is. Oh. At least you're on beat. Oh. That sound right there. And these are oh. my these are my senses dulling. I oh. used to be an accomplished debater of sports things back when oh. I was sharp. Oh. But that's the sound of me getting checkmated when I was <laughs> trying to argue pizza is the best thing and Chris checkmated me with sex oh. is better. Sex. That's the sound. Sex would like oh. a word is what he says. Sex would like a word and I oh. had no answers for that after trying to the, you know, to summon the contrivance of is pizza the best thing? <laughs> it is. I mean, it's great. It, it is. In the non-sex category. It is in the non-sex category, but just conversationally as a topic, it's stupid. Oh. But true. I think we can agree on pizza almost more than anything. We can't agree on sex as much as we can agree on pizza. Oh. Just, that's true. Just generally. But the I Jessica introduced me to a type of pizza I did not know existed. Um, so forgive me for not knowing. I have not been listening to any of those advertisements that Shaq is in for the pizza commercials. So I know he's involved with pizza, but I have no idea. I've never listened to one of those ads. Shaqaroni. 
you are looking right now at the one and only Shakaroni pizza. How did they get so many pepperonis it's close to the crust like that? A shit I told ton you. of it's pepperoni. Never been hap- it's never happened before. I went into Papa John's and I said, we need more pepperoni. No, nah, the funny thing about this is that doesn't happen if Papa John doesn't say the N-word. I don't need pep on my crust. Oh. What? Whoa. Wait, Roy's doing the domino meme where like the tiny domino <laughs> is Papa John saying the N-word and then the giant but one is Shaq how about makes his Chris, custom pizza. How about Chris Cody not listening at yeah, all? Yeah, that was bad timing to by The me. last word that Roy Chris. said, not listening oh. at all. <laughs> Chris, what were you listening to? I was it, like, Roy's probably not going to go anywhere controversial. I'm just going to get in right after this line. <laughs> it's the perfect reaction, though. Oh. See what did I say? Yeah, I, said, I said, I said, I said, <laughs> what did you say? I don't know what you Chris, said. I said one of the dumbest Chris, things ever. He, said, he yelled a very strong pepperoni opinion. He, about, I said, I don't need pep on my crust. <laughs> and yet no one heard it. Yeah. Thanks, Roy. You're welcome. Because you know what? You're going to complain that none of us heard you after you didn't listen at all to what Roy said. The comedic part of it was me calling it pep. I don't need any pep on my crust. Pep Guardiola. Ah, let me get. Uh, let me make an apology here to the oh, audience, and I mean, help me with this as uh, by way of transition, because uh, this show for me and for us has uh, largely been for many, many years something that I imagine as audio, where we don't act like we know that we're being watched. But sometimes we're just watching videos here lately as we transition to a video company that doesn't want to. Like, I don't know. I do not want to alienate our core base of audio audience. And sometimes we're now I'm asking you to go watch on YouTube if you want a supplemental experience. But I always like to think of this as audio first. And so what I'm asking you is I've got two videos here of Madonna falling out of a chair Mm -hmm. and an NYPD dance team that embarrasses uh, Jessica and Lucy and some others around here. But I have not seen any of this video. These are just recent viral videos and i don't know how to do this as audio uh without alienating the audio audience if i may i i think we can use our descriptive talents to let people know what's happening in the videos but before we do that i just want to put out there you just said pizza is the greatest thing chris countered sex is the greatest thing i want to counter with my own which is people falling down the greatest. <laughs> it's so funny because, and I'll tell you why it's funny. In every video of someone falling down, there is one last desperate, desperate gasp of the, a limb trying to grab onto any stability possible, and that's when I lose it. I have a friend who is judging me on this. Like, how can you? What do you think those people falling down videos? That's funny to you, and I said hilarious because of that desperate grasp. Put it on the poll, Juju. What's the best thing? Pizza, sex, or people falling down? Because it's a hell of a nominee. Uh, I mean, can anyone put a fourth in this category? Because I think we've closed the categories. Because that's a hell of a nominee. But can you answer my question? How do we not alienate the the audience? Alienate? Alien Gonzalez? By playing (laughs) videos that they can't see. Miami, talk contigo. I I have two video here. I tried to come in and help Amin, and it didn't work. But we'll play by play. I told you, we'll do play by play. It's all right. We're pretty good describers of things, right? All right. Let's let's go first to Madonna, please, falling off of a chair. Uh, I have been amazed by her career, the number of times she has reinvented herself. But this is not her falling off of a chair. That is her dancer failing her. She saved it there with that role. Now she like she's like now she's like it was that was all on purpose. <laughs> the dancer man, he's like a virgin. It was like his very first time ever pulling her off her chair. Oh wow, that, that you know what? Yeah. 
Really? Hija Bonita. Really? Yeah. I don't feel I like wasn't, it. I didn't see it coming. Oh, that's, wow. that's what I felt. You're, you're really overworked, Jess. You, it sounds like you need a holiday. So true. Oh, my God. I, uh, it does I, look like one of the legs snaps in half, though. Well, but I, I know people like to make fun of Madonna performing at 65, but I can't help but be amazed by the fact that she's out here still making relevant art 50 years into her career, 40 years into her career. It's crazy. My friend Priya just saw her at MSG and said her show was fantastic, Dan. So, so Is your friend Pia now the new Charlotte Priya. Wilder? Is that what's happened here? Why are Priya. we, men- why are we making so many mentions of your friend Priya? She's awesome. Have you ever met Priya? But well, before- she mentioned Charlotte a lot, and now she works here, Is so I guess Priya will be here subliminal? soon. subliminal? That's what's- Oh, that'd be great. That's a great tactic. That's a good I job by you, Jess. Because, look, Charlotte's awesome, too, and now she's here. Priya, Priya's awesome. Yeah. I got an idea. What's that, Chris? Oh, wow. Oh, Dan, you know what that means. It is time for an abbreviated version of... Against the Spread! Against the Spread is brought to you by DraftKings. Stay tuned because you'll hear more. It's loud. (laughs) Too loud. Thursday Thunder, it's tomorrow. Against the Spread is sponsored by DraftKings. Stay tuned because you'll hear more about DraftKings and all it has to offer through the show. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Abbreviated version, let's go to Tony. That's the least graceful that's ever been done. (laughs) We're trying to get through it quick, Dano. Uh, We've got the Knicks and the 76ers tomorrow. Taking the Knicks on a pick on the road. Lucy, what are you going with? I'm taking Penn State plus seven and a half against Illinois. Big Ten has been a gauntlet this year. Purdue lost, Ohio State, Wisconsin lost. Ranked teams not doing well. The rare good gauntlet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do we we have any more games? Nope, that's it. Against the spread. Good enough. Okay, that's the worst we've ever done that. Or quickest. (laughs) Why? Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey listeners, it's Mike Ryan and I've changed a lot over the course of 20 years that you've known me. I've gone from unlikable to, well, my hair has changed. But my point is, while a lot's changed over our relationship, there's one thing that hasn't changed one bit. And that's a great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite has sparked this debate way back in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. They keep it simple. It's got undebatable quality, great taste, 96 calories. You know all those things. It's a beer that strips everything away that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. But with Miller Lite, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste 
and is less filling. It's both those things. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.